no one is destined for greatness, especially not these folks. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other unnameable stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. <laughs> I'm Travis. And I'm Greg. Lee, you already <laughs> forgot. I know it your felt name. weird. It felt yeah, it's her first. Strange. It's her first time doing it. <laughs> Give her some slack. It's <laughs> it's weird to like be the first person to start a like vocal movement. It's easy <laughs> to be the last <laughs> one. Greg. That's why I made myself the last one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the first episode of our Call of Cthulhu campaign. I've already grown a few more tentacles. I'm already a little slimier than I was last season. I didn't think that was possible, but okay. <laughs> eh, you don't see me in person that often. <laughs> this is true. Last time you only had like three tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> and about 35% slime. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to create our characters. Who wants to go first? It feels really weird to be in charge. I oh, want to yeah. go first. I want to go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we are going to start with the... Let me bring up my character sheet. The top characteristics. Okay. Hi. If you're new to the show, you might not know who I am. I'm the voice that cuts into the podcast in the first few episodes of the season to explain to you how the system we're using works and to, frankly, skip past the more boring parts of character creation. So let's do that second thing, huh? On Very Random Encounters, we use random roles to generate as many elements as is possible in our character creation. So that means, instead of having you listen to 80 million dice rolls, I'm just gonna read off a few of them. Greg's character, whose name you have not yet heard, was randomly assigned the following stat values. This character has a 45 out of 100 in strength, a 60 in constitution, a 40 in size, a 65 in dexterity, a 65 in... appearance? Yeah, that's what APP stands for. A 65 in education, a luck of 55, a 75 in intelligence, a 50 in power, and a move rate of 9. Alright, now I'll throw things back to the humans. For your occupation, I need you to roll uh, one through 106. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many it ended up being. Uh, uh, 1D106 came up to be 90. 90. All right. You are an outdoorsman or outdoorswoman? An outdoors person. Like a lumberjack or Jane. Yeah, something along those lines. Some sort of um, like a ranger you could be, or oh, I'm I'm Ooh. totes a ranger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you should be named Rick. 
<laughs> ranger. I think you're going to be a lady ranger. Hmm. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and do name, and then we'll we'll go with the age thing. Um, so for your name, it's two hundred. There's two hundred names. Um, it's, and you, you want the female chart? Is I have a male, female, and then I have a non. Yeah, female. The female chart's good. Okay. And I rolled uh, 177. Oh boy! Let me scroll down. Here. You got a really good name with that roll. <laughs> a roll like that will give you a real good name. <laughs> Your name is Millicent. Ooh, you did give you a really good name. <laughs> and then we should um, say this is taking place in the 1920s, so it totally it is, it fits. Is, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Millie to friends at that point. Okay, mm. <laughs> this is the most popular names in the UK. Yeah, that makes Ooh, sense. Oh. Yes, because okay. our setting is going to start us in the UK. Ooh, hmm. the friends across the pond. <laughs> and then um, do uh, roll that again for your surname. One hundred and seventy-four. Lawson. Lawson. Mm-hmm. Millicent Lawson. Oh. Millicent Lawson's a pretty good name. I like it. it rolls. Putting down the law, the Millie law. What age? Uh, so I'm looking at sort of the stats as they came around, and being a ranger, I figured that took some education, but I figure she's fairly new at being an outdoors person. So I would say she's probably 27. Okay. Hmm. 27. Uh, so I guess now is probably as good a time as any to say that we are going to do the stat that's called sanity and the stat that's called magic in this game differently. Um, mainly because I just don't like the way they work and I don't think that they add or detract from the game to have or not have them. So they're not there. Cool. <laughs> Thumbs up. Plus we had a discussion before we started this of how it's kind of weird and icky for a game to tell you. All right. Now act insane. So yeah. The other thing that we are going to do... So basically what we have to do now is look up um, what, uh, how many skill points being a ranger will give you. And those skill points are for you to divide up between um, your investigator skills. And we'll also look on the chart to see what your investigator skills are going to be. Um, and then we're also going to do... Everyone's going to have three hobbies um oh, cool and those are also gonna be randomly <laughs> yeah of generated. course they are so i'm excited about that uh it's like so, i collect hair three times <laughs> i collect hair um and uh, yeah for this if you if we if you roll the same number i've i was thinking about this a lot because of the rolls that we were using before always bringing up the same numbers and I was like everyone's going to have the same occupation and the same three hobbies and like it's <laughs> not going to be any fun so we're just going to no one can use the same number twice yeah so just everyone will have different things yeah diversity rolls okay so for your hobbies roll 1 through 155 oh my <laughs> Yeah, that oh scroll God. wheel was doing some <laughs> work. <laughs> uh, there are uh, some... I will roll my 1D155. Mm-hmm. And you got? Uh, my first one's a 63. 
63. Just tell me all your numbers real quick. Uh, 63, 141, and 59. Okay. 63, drum roll, please. Saltwater aquariums. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) Because we got to have fish up in this piece. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we didn't uh, me- we didn't mention that you specifically picked a game so that you could still be a fish person even though yes. you're the GM because you ooh you're you're Cthulhu you're still a fish person. <laughs> There's so many other fish people options in HP Lovecraft. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is taxidermy. That makes oh that that makes total sense. It does kind of yeah. You taxidermy the saltwater fish yeah. after they die. <laughs> Have and you not seen taxidermy blowfish? This is yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. And also butterfly watching. What? How? <laughs> You're just a ranger. You just are a ranger. I love this game so much. <laughs> <laughs> I am very into nature. Yes, obviously. I didn't know there was a druid class in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Millicent Lawson. I was born in Bath. I went to school there, and that's where I met my husband, Andrew. Well, my late husband, Andrew. We were married at age 16. He was going off to the Great War. I wanted him to have something to remember and keep in his heart while he was fighting and something to come home to. Sadly, he didn't come home, and I was a widow at age 18. I didn't know what to do with my life at that point. I hadn't sort of planned... What's a, what's a little girl supposed to do with no husband and no money? I was always interested in nature, though, and I loved the butterflies and learning about the wilds. And so I thought, well, perhaps I'll find something to do there. And I did. I became somewhat of an outdoorsman. I used to teach the upper crust. I still do a little bit. I help them on their hunts. But most of them don't want to trust a girl, especially one as small as I. But I proved myself. Of course, I wasn't ready for it that time that I ran into the snake. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen. We fought. I won. I killed it. I don't know how the snake got out into the wilds of England, but there it was. Dead at my feet. I had recently started to take up taxidermy, and I thought, well, this is my ticket. This is how I was going to make my money so I could show my wild stuffed snake... Show it to the world. The thing was terrifying. Never seen something that large. I went to bed with it in my shed. When I woke up, it was gone. I know it was dead, but it wasn't there anymore. I don't know what happened to it. God, I never hope I see that thing again. Next <laughs> I got bored waiting on Greg and I wasn't going to wait again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this one's a, a lot. But I'll cut a lot of it out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, back up to characteristics. Let's speed things up again. 
Travis's character has a 30 in strength, a constitution of 60, a size of 50, a dexterity of 60, an appearance of 50, an education of 62, an intelligence of 55, a power of 50, a move rate of 7, and, at the lowest it could have possibly been rolled, a 15 in luck. So your occupation is next. Um, All right. That is the 106. It's a 46. 46. Okay. That is... You're a forger or a counterfeiter. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> uh, so do I choose which one? I think yes. I'm a counterfeiter. I think I make counterfeit money. Okay. It's good for Prohibition Era. Of course, we're not... If we're in England, it doesn't matter, right? True, yeah. But still 1920s. Yeah. And who knows if we'll stay there. <laughs> um, okay, so which um, uh, male, female, or gender neutral? Yeah. I haven't done a... I haven't played a woman on a full season of this show, so I'm going to do that this time. So female names. Okay. All right. Uh, that is the 200 again. 135. Okay, you are... <laughs> You're Ada. Ooh, yes oh, I am. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> that's my first name. Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then your surname is also through 1 through 200. 163 for my last name. Okay, that is Burns. Ada Burns. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. <laughs> okay. And what age would you like Ada to be? Um, let me think. I think, well, she's got to be old enough. She's not a kid because she knows how to <laughs> counterfeit money. And I don't think a lot of kids can do that. So I think I'm. Well, this Ada is 33 and has a lot of experience with looking at counterfeit money. <laughs> <laughs> let's say i'm 41 okay um so travis back mm -hmm. to your hobbies can't wait uh that's uh one through 55 155 sorry okay 1d 155 yes 68 okay just do it three times and we'll go over it 49 and 146 that is <laughs> dominoes. <laughs> love dominoes. I'm skilled in dominoes. Mm -hmm. So when you go to the domino tournament in this season, mm -hmm. we'll exactly. know what to roll. Exactly. Uh, blacksmithing. Okay. <laughs> um. You're a tiny, tiny blacksmith. Oh, I got a... I gotta work that one out in my head. Huh. <laughs> that, that'll be somehow incorporated into the backstory that we'll cut to in a little bit. Aren't you? Aren't you? A, aren't you a counterfeiter? Yeah. Wouldn't you have perhaps learned how to? Oh black yeah, you to make, make the plates, plates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's how people made counterfeit money. <laughs> I guess I need to do some <laughs> reading up. In the 1920s, the only way to print it was to make the hard metal plates that match what the currency was, and then they'd use the paper and the ink. To... Oh, I thought they used 3D printers for yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. 
3D printers weren't until 1931, Travis. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And then your last one is magic. <laughs> I, I, I dabble. Oh, like, like, like card trick magic? Card trick magic. Illusion magic. Not. My illusion. Magic tricks. <laughs> magic tricks. Yeah. That fits with the uh, sort of con artist image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slide a hand, kind of. All right, the new name's Ada Burns. Uh, you might know me as Sienna the Scourge Malone, uh, a.k.a. Giovanni Strana, uh, Bridget Pretty, but uh, anyway. Uh, age 41, wanted for two counts petty theft, one count grand larceny, six counts counterfeiting, two counts arson, one count attempted assault of a U.S. senator, but that motherfucker had it coming, and the second arson charge was bullshit. How was I supposed to know that vodka was flammable? Anyway. If you're hearing this, it means I'm uh, under a little too much heat. The family's sending me out of the country to lay low for a while. To jolly old England. Or Scotland, or whatever the fuck this place is. Um, really gonna try out to stay clean over there for the time being. See what I can do, you know. Uh, from a friend, I hear there's some weird shit going on in the area. Some weird uh, spooky stuff. So maybe I can look into that and keep my hands busy, you know. <laughs> Again, back up to characteristics. Yeah. Last but not least, Logan's character has a 75 in strength, a constitution of 40, a size of 80, a dexterity of 75, an appearance of 45, an intelligence of 55, a power of 40, an education of 72, and a luck of 55. Okay, so now your occupation is the 1D... 106. Okay. 49. Okay. <laughs> uh, you are a scientist. Just scientist. Just a scientist. Yeah, you get to pick what, uh, what kind. Pretty buff for a scientist. <laughs> what is your well, intelligence, Logan? My power isn't Logan? very high. I'm just, a, I'm just a big person. Oh, that's it's true. My size. My power is only 40. Got it. The intelligence is 55, though. That's pretty... Middle of the road for a scientist. So based on that, what age and what gender name do you want to pick from? I don't want to pick gender. It's too much pressure. You know, <laughs> to, I have a whole list of uh, neutral. Yeah, just give me that. Okay, so that's um, 1D uh, thir- uh, 15. 13. 13. I can't wait. Blodwin. Blodwin? Yeah. B-L-O-D-W-E-N. It was on both the male and female list. Huh. So I put it on the neutral one. Okay. B-L-A-D-W-E-N. Blodwin. 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 Yeah. Blodwin. And then your surname is through 200. 
84. 84. Murray with an A. M-U-R-R-A-Y. Bloodwin Murray. All right. All right. Bloodwin Murray. Yeah. Bloodwin or Bloodwin. 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 I, I think is Logan's name. Say how they want to. True. I think it is. I think it is Bloodwin. Bloodwin. Because Bloodwin is too much. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> All right, so age. What age of scientist are you? Like I'm a professor, so let's go with like fifty-five. Okay. I think Bloodwin is a chemist, so I'm okay. making chemistry okay. my science. Cool. So hobbies. That is one through, oh, I can't remember this number. It just scrolls forever. <laughs> 155. 78. Uh, do that three times. 151 <laughs> and 124. Okay. Uh, falconry. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> oh, that one's dumb. Learning a foreign language. Oh. Yeah. That's my hobby? Uh-huh. Do I get another foreign language? Yeah. Um, and then your, what was your other number? One, uh, 124. <laughs> shark fishing. What? Shark fishing. Man, if I'm not, like, I am. <laughs> I am a millionaire, I'm an eccentric millionaire. <laughs> no, no other kind of person is, has into falconry and shark fishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could not have that money. You could have been raised through, by, through the aristocrats and they're like, oh, so you must go... learn how to shark fish. Oh, you're out of money. Well, good luck with your shark fishing habit. We will no longer support you. I, I don't go anywhere without a hood for my falcon. This is my falcon, Pepe. <laughs> no! <laughs> I've trained my falcon to gouge the eyes out of sharks. (laughs) Yes, hello. My name is Broadwin Murray. I'm certain you've heard of my lineage, family originally from Scotland, Blair Castle, all that. I'll spare you for the details. Suffice to say that I'm a well-to-do of some import. The relevance of my story begins in 1907. I was en route to a shark fishing expedition on the Campania, a ship headed by one Captain Arthur Henry Rostron. I was quite excited, for it was circulating that tiger sharks were in the area, along with other tropical ocean species rarely found anywhere nearby. A curious migration, it would seem. Perhaps halfway through our trip, The truth of the rumors I'd heard became readily apparent, as scores of other passengers reported tropical fish sightings over the side of the boat. They became more and more frequent as our journey continued until it seemed the entire ocean was splashing with foreign creatures traveling contrary to our ship. After a few minutes of this mass exodus, there came a sudden and complete stillness over the water that moments ago was fitfully alive. We all stood in silence in the eye of this strange hurricane. If you've ever talked at length with Captain Rostron, I'm certain he would have mentioned his sighting of a sea monster. I'm here to tell you, friend, it's true. 
I saw that long neck with my own eyes as well. I heard its call. A screech otherworldly, but also strangely familiar, in that it reminded me greatly of a train whistle, of all things. What has been burnt into my memory, though, were the coiling, looping shadows in the water. They went on and on until the slithering thing seemed to be the entirety of the ocean, vibrating and wiggling and clicking. And then I woke up somewhere else. Inside some wet, stone-walled ancient ruin of some kind. Here I... My memory grows very hazy. It all seems like a dream, most of which couldn't possibly have happened. The next sensible thing I remember is that Captain Rostron pulled me out of the water, sputtering. God bless that man. After all of this, you can understand, I was soured to ocean expeditions in general, and my gillnets and harpoons have been gathering dust in my attic ever since. Though perhaps the whole thing was a blessing in disguise, because it led me to my new calling, falconry. I can prattle at length about my beautiful birds Cornelius and Yucatan. Oh, they are good boys, and our adventures have never, ever taken us even close to the ocean. Yeah, so it, it is, it's uh, 19, I feel like I decided on an actual year. I think, I, oh no, it's 1927. So what you, basically the three of you know each other. Um, and I'm going to leave it up to you to decide how you all know each other. Mm-hmm. Millie taught me falconry. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's great. Um, Ada stole money from me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We became friends. Somehow. (laughs) I think, Blodwin, um, you move in the social circle that I'm kind of looking for, so I'm going to pick you for this. Um, Mm There is a prominent author. Her name is Gloria Goldberg. Her granddaughter has gone missing. Not missing. She knows where she went, but she hasn't been receiving any communications from her. Um, And she had been receiving like regular letters and suddenly they've Mm. stopped and she's really worried about it. But she's also wants to keep everything sort of in the family, so to speak. So she's coming to you because you're a very close friend Um, and she's asking you for help to find her next time when we get into it, we'll actually go through like the. We'll meet Gloria and um, kind of find out more about that. Um, but that's basically what's happening. You going on a quest, and the three of you are gonna die. Uh, probably, probably, probably gonna die. <laughs> Death. How's it going? It's Ada again. I know we uh, know we just met, but uh, if you'll permit me, I'm going to read the, uh, the uh, outro here. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast. Uh, you can go to our new website at VRE.show. You can follow the great old ones at Yosef Bridge, Blodwins at Logan Jenkins, uh, me, Ada, I'm at the Travis W. Millie is at White Wing. 
please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you like what we're doing. Uh, one member of the Inner Sanctum, Grand Mudkip, says, In almost all other situations, being random isn't really entertaining. But here, it somehow works. The unpredictability of everything just adds to the hilarity. 8 out of 8, would recommend. Uh, re- real, real quick. Uh, that voice is super fun for me to do. Is that super fun for you guys to hear for a whole season? Do it again. <laughs> Hi, my name is Bloodwin Mary. Mm-mm, no, Eccentric like millionaire. No. We're gonna yeah. stop being friends if you do that. <laughs> That's why I asked. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm one to talk. I. <laughs> yeah, I I probably shouldn't get a vote here, given my history. <laughs> You did an Australian voice one time that made me just stop listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? I know. What? That character's great, though. Is I the don't thing. dislike that character. And Bladwin's going to be a great character. But if Bladwin talks like that, I'm going to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> to my own podcast.